The following talk was recorded at Label the Planet 2021 Empowering Users, the annual conference on current issues in ethics, social justice and technology from the Free Software Foundation. Label the Planet is a live conference and speakers often use slides and other visual tools to assist their presentation. You can see the videos of these talks at media.libreplanet.org or on the FSF Peertube channel. Label Planet speakers do not represent the mission of the Free Software Foundation. We host speakers talking about their use of free software in different kinds of political and commercial work. The FSF supports their freedom, but does not take positions on any political issues other than those necessary to uphold the principles of free software. Like all the FSF's work on behalf of the grievance of all computer users, Nemo Planet is made possible by thousands of individuals. To keep our work going, please consider becoming an associate member via my.fsf.org join or making a donation at my.fsf.org donate. You can stay informed by subscribing to our newsletter, The Free Software Supporter, at fsf.org fss and for more information on LibrePlanet, you can visit libreplanet.org conference. Welcome to this lightning talk. Care about your users? Don't minify your JavaScript. When you visit a website, almost any website, a package of computer code comes with it. This is JavaScript, and it runs on your computer. When you make a website, you'll probably want to use a JavaScript library, or maybe many such libraries. And luckily enough for you, most JavaScript libraries are free software. No doubt you'll want your page to load quickly on your visitors' computers. To this end, a lot of web developers use a tool called a minifier. A minifier strips out anything that isn't strictly needed for the JavaScript to run. Comments, variable names, white space, you name it. It does reduce the file size of that JavaScript, making it faster to load, but with one big catch. It makes the code completely unreadable. There will be some of you who are thinking right now, well, I can't understand either of those, and plenty more who will think the same of their site's visitors. It turns out, though, that minifiers have an important effect on the user's freedom to use, study, modify, and copy the JavaScript that is served to their computers. By default, computer code is proprietary. Your users are allowed to run the code, but that's pretty much it. Copyright has worked that way for at least a century, so I'm afraid we're stuck with it. However, this is where free software licenses come in. The license tells users that, unequivocally, they have those four freedoms. When you run a minifier on your code, it removes those license notices, leaving your users without those freedoms. If you don't tell them that it's free, to them it isn't. You may not think of yourself as a software distributor, but if you have a website or a blog that uses a JavaScript library, you most certainly are. And if the libraries that you use are licensed, such that you must preserve its copyright and license notice in all copies, which is basically all of them, and you don't include those notices separately on your site, then there's a real chance that you are violating those free software licenses. Not great news. Ultimately. Minifying destroys the thing that grants your users freedom to reuse that JavaScript for their own projects. There are tools and standards to make it easier for users to check those notices too. One of these you might well have heard about earlier today. 
These tools help spread software freedom. Don't break them by using minifiers on your sites. Okay, so if minifiers are so bad, why use them? It comes back to performance. Luckily, there is a better way to make your JavaScript load quickly, and it's even easier than using a minifier. And that is gzip compression. gzip compression is losslessly and perfectly reversible. It squeezes your JavaScript down to tiny sizes, whilst uncompressing them back after delivery, license notices and all. It's an optional parameter in the HTTP in the request sent by your user's browser, which means that if their browser doesn't support gzip, they'll just get the uncompressed version and have to wait just a bit longer for the page to load. gzip is almost certainly supported on the web server end. You don't even need to modify your website or web app source code. You just need to add the gzip settings in your web server configuration. So gzip is better for freedom, but just how much better is it for speed? Quite a bit better, actually. I've put gzip head-to-head -head against Uglify.js, what may be the most popular JavaScript minifier, tested with three arbitrary files from the Funkwell project. gzip wins almost every single time. Only with really tiny JavaScript files do minifiers even start to be as good as compression. Here's that data in visual form. There really is no competition. Out of respect to the creator of Uglify.js, I will admit that it was easy for me to perform this experiment. I wonder, though, if it's that very ease of use that has led to such a drastic transformation as minification to become routine in web development. What about minifying and then compressing the code? Well, you can do that, but the improvement is marginal. gzip is already really good at cutting out redundant data from the transmission. Is it really worth sacrificing your user's rights to save a few hundred bytes? gzip is efficient and respects your users. Ah, but you might say, that's no good if the client browser spends ages decompressing. No worries, gzip is fast. I ran the test shown on the slide inside a single core virtual machine running on a host system from 2008. If your decompression happens too quickly to measure on that setup, your users aren't going to notice anything. It would be great if I've convinced any web developers here to remove their minifiers and start using gzip on their servers. But I think the more profound lesson to be learned from this is that there are some things that we need to get right to succeed in, like accessibility or indeed free software licensing. One missing screen reader tag can make an app unusable for blind visitors. One step in a site's build process can mangle a license and restrict a user's freedom. The great thing about this conference is that here we are, and we should take the opportunity to help each other get closer to that ideal, to share ideas and methods to help make our field, our passion, free. Thank you for listening. Please get in touch if you have any ideas, suggestions or feedback, and enjoy the rest of the conference.